So, Mel, if you hear a shriek from near light alleyway, many people look around and see it, but they do not go and turn. They kind of just hurriedly move away from it, scared. Okay. Yep. So, hold on. You head towards there, and Jeff, uh, I need you to send me a message clarifying to me what you sent me earlier. Okay. What is, what is it specifically? Hold on. As uh, one of the creatures runs out of the darkness and goes to attack you. Uh, missing. All right, I send it over to you. Okay. So, it is now your turn. All right. You do that, right? Yeah. Okay, I've still received nothing. Hold on. My phone might be fucky. As a, uh, as you, you finagle this thing, uh, walking out to assist you is one of the men in the uh, suits. Hey. As uh, he then cracks his knuckles and goes for the flesh creature in front of you twice, uh, managing to hit it once clawing it across the face for uh, nine damage. The creature allowed it's at a pained hiss as coming out to assail this man are two more of the last creatures. As the flesh creatures go, one of them manages to bite into the man, but he, he's able, but he succeeds his, his throw. As a cursing at this, the last Onik holds his hands up and he has to gather a spell. As he throws them down, I need, as he throws them down, an icy armor envelops him. And Chuck, I'm gonna need, okay. It's not your turn. Okay. As Malik arrives. Hey, welcome to the party, Malik. Yes, I am here. Help me kill the warlock. Kill me? I, I am the greatest mage Zashu has ever known. I am the Onyx Emperor. You think you can kill me, but I, my zenith of my power is so close. Look what I hold in my hand. A being from another land. All of its power will become mine and I. I will take this wedding and make it into my own coronation. Kill him, my pets. Then he begins to cackle madly. See what happens when you go around shelling shovels, Jeff. I wasn't trying to sell this this asshole. It's your turn, Malik. All right. Explain to me how many people are in front of me. Next to you is Jeff. On your side is Jeff and this uh, suited Nikushimi man. And on your other are three of those weird flesh creatures. One of them is injured. And floating above everything, above a sphere of darkness, which is now faded away, actually, 
is uh, the fake Onyx Emperor in his tattered, stitched, uh, ripped up cloak, holding as this strange statuette of a woman with snakes going up her dress, and she's holding a large globe. Oh, I was always told in schools for entertaining and of music melody, when you make a grand entrance, it needs to be grand. I go ahead, uh, focusing of the center point on a, uh, the one who just spoke to us, I cast Confusion. So what does this do? Confusion. This spell assaults and twists a creature's mind, sparking delusions and provoking uncontrolled actions. Each creature in a 10-plus radius sphere created on a center point you choose within range must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. When you cast a spell, or, or excuse me, when when you cast this spell or be affected by it, an affected target can't take reactions and must roll a d10 at the start of each of its turn to determine its behavior for that turn. So he needs to beat a spell save DC of 14. Okay. He fails. Awesome. Okay. So starting a, uh, his next turn, he'll have to do a d10 and then we'll determine from there what happens okay all right that's my main action jeff how are you looking for help uh i've still got some fight in me let's do more of these creatures run uh one throwing themselves with its jaws gnashing at melek the other at jeff as the melek one manages to hit him or Seven damage. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. You want me to make a wisdom saving throw? Yeah. Ooh, where's my d20? And wisdom saving throw. Okay. And uh, 17 on a wisdom saving throw. Okay. You're fine. Awesome. Okay. As it is now the turn of the fake Onyx Emperor, roll your d10. What do you want me to? No, shut. Uh, Mark. Okay, I'll roll it. You tell me what happens. Okay. Jeff, clarify what you sent to me in chat. Oh, um, as a bonus action, I'm just going to use Hexblade's curse. Okay. On him, and that it just gives me certain advantages. Okay. And so it's also a bonus action, so I can attack him twice for on the ground shit. I'm going to try and get him in the air. It's not your turn. I just need you to tell me. So oh. it is, he rolled a nine, Mark. Okay. Uh, so I believe he is fine this turn. I'm sending you a screenshot of this spell, the way you have it for your records. But I believe when he rolls a nine and ten, the creature can act and move as normally. So he's fine. He, 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 he holds his head. He curses me. You dare insult the mind of Ashu's greatest mage and ruler? And he sends two bolts of pitch blackness flying into you, or flying at you. Both of them, however, Malik, due to his confused state, uh, they split down the middle and they crash it both onto the ground, this, uh, this, the ground on each side of you. You are fine. And now it needs to uh, make at the end of its uh, turn another wisdom saving throw to see if it breaks it. He fails. Okay, so he's still a, uh, under that then. He, he grabs his head again, moaning in a psychic pain, as it is the turn of one of the creatures, which goes to attack the uh, man in front of Jeff. However, he can't as he bats it away. This is not Jeff's turn. All right, I'm going to go for two attacks on him. 
So I have I have a one attack for thirteen and another one for fourteen. You can't reach him because he's floating with your uh, sword attacks, but you can't put the curse on him. Okay, I can't jump that high. Uh, even if you do, you'll have disadvantage. I was as like long as he has his minions. Okay, you'd like to try? Yes. It's not Mario. <laughs> Jeff one does have a mustache. One of the creatures goes to bite you with misses. Seventeen to hit. Uh, you hit, and as you hit, some tendrils of ice come off of him from his armor, and you take damage. Oh, armor of Agathus. Yeah. Yeah, figures. But you take five cold damage. Uh, he's going to take eleven damage from that hit. And can I only do? Can I only jump in the air to hit him once? No, you can hit him again while you're up there. But you do All break right. through the armor of Agathus at this point. All right. And then the second hit is going to be for a non-natural 20. That hits as well. Boost disadvantage, correct? Yes. Fifteen damage on that second hit. Yeah, he is definitely bleeding now. As a you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, 17. As you succeed, as the mouths on his body open up and screaming. As it is now the turn of your summoned friend who goes for two attacks on the creature in front of him, uh, killing it. Hey. It is now the turn of Malik. All right, I'll go after one of the uh, minions that's uh, hanging around. Okay. All right, we're just going to do a traditional uh, two-handed longsword strike here. Uh, 14 to hit. 14 hits. All righty, and this is a D10. All right, and that's plus there. All right. uh, nine points of damage. As you injure this one, unless I a streak, immediately going to try and attack you and uh, missing. As the other one uh, continues to try and assail this man, uh, it is now the turn of Fail, uh, False Onyx Emperor, as he uh, goes and rolls the d10. That's a seven mark. All right, seven to eight, the creature uses its action to make a melee attack against a random creature randomly, uh, excuse me, against a creature randomly determined within its reach. There's no creature within its reach. The creature does nothing this turn. One creature's within its reach. Oh, damn it. He pulls a dagger out and as he feels to stab at Jeff, but Jeff is able to easily deflect it as it is now the turn of Jeff. Uh, so now that he's tried to stab me, is he, do I need, still need to roll with disadvantage? Yes. And oh, I need uh, to make a wisdom saving throw. A wisdom yeah, saving. He gets he gets a wisdom saving throw as well. Yeah, he um the false onyx breaks out of confusion. Right, it's okay. That's probably the last. <laughs> a wisdom saving. 
Uh, my wisdom saving throw is a four. You take 10 psychic damage. That's special. Aren't you psyched for that psychic damage? And then my first attack will be uh, for 11. Will, will be 11 to hit for the first attack. That misses. Second attack will be 17 to hit. That hits. Seventeen damage. You get a nice slash on him. As it is now the turn of Malik. I'm gonna attack the same little way a monster I attacked the last time. Okay. And let's see here. Uh, Fifteen to hit. Fifteen hits. Uh, three points of damage on that hit. As the creature is hurt by this, but taken out by a swing from the man next to you. And it is now the turn of the False Onyx Emperor, who sends two bolts, sending or flying right into, or flying right at Jeff, or he would if he was able to hit Predisorient, and he just kind of fired wildly. As it is now the turn of Jeff. Do I still need to make wisdom saving throws? Yes. All right. Uh, 10 on the wisdom saving throw. You take another 10 damage. Lovely. And I'm still at disadvantage for these melee attacks. Yes. Uh, 13 to hit. Hits. And then... 11 to hit. Misses. Oh, wait, no, not 11. It's um, 13 to hit. Hits. There we go. Sorry, I looked at the wrong number. Thirty-three damage. As you slice this into him, he lets out a shriek. He throws a hand up, and begins to, his space begins to ripple behind it as he begins to open a dimension door. As it is now the turn of Malik. I'm going to take another little monster. Okay. He's trying to escape, Mark. Don't let him do that. Well, you're already up there. I'll handle with the one on the ground. I can't yeah. fly. Got at this. Sixteen to hit. Sixteen to hit. Uh, you hit. Awesome. Oh, that's a double zero on a D ten. <laughs> uh, so that is eleven points of damage. Yeah, the creature is very hurt, and again, the man next to you finishes it off. As you no longer feel inhibited, but when attacking him, Jeff. Okay. As it is the turn of the false onyx emperor, he begins to rip and tear at space with his hand, trying to rip the dimension door open, but it collapses, leaving nothing but the air and stone where it once was. He has spent his spells. <laughs> As it is now your turn. 
All right. Um, so no more disadvantage or still disadvantage? No more disadvantage. No more disadvantage. All right. You've got an 18 to hit and a non-natural 20 to hit. Okay. I'll roll for damage. 27 damage. How do you want to kill him? Beheading. As he begins screaming at you again about how it's, it's amazing power and how you should flee in terror, you slice his head off and all the mouths on him go silent. His body stands still moving and twitching for a minute before collapsing the ground. I'm going to take the maiden's cage. Okay. And we're level seven. And what do you guys do now before the wedding starts? Oh, it took you long enough, Jeff. All right. I like it. I'm going to take this maiden's cage and I'm going to go back to the, I'm going to go to the wedding with it. Has it used its five words today? Yes. Damn it. So, as you guys arrive to the wedding, you sit down with track mirror, and you notice that the bride and groom are approaching from separate directions. On the groom's side, he is a tall man of around probably six and a half feet, with a large hammer on his back, one side made out of cracked stone, another a light in flames, looking like metal just freshly taken from the forge. He wears a golden... Uh, bull's head as a helmet. And he walks covered in red chain mail. The woman, on the other hand, is wearing a more traditional wedding dress. However, it's actually not traditional at all. It's white. There's frills to it, but she has a large knife strapped to her. And it drips a little bit of blood constantly, causing a red streak to go down her side. And uh, although she has, she has her a wisp out and she has her flowers in her hands, there is also an umbrella strapped onto her back. And the, 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 the wedding dress actually looks a little bit more like light armor than a wedding dress. And as the priests of the Vemalchala and Niku finish up, they sing the glories of the uh, glorious champion of Vemalchala, Kanak, and the beauty of his bride as the two reach the stage. And begin. So, what are you guys doing as these two uh, are here now? I'm, I'm looking like the big... Earl oh, of Svetlane. Uh, you notice the Earl of Svetlane, and he's actually over there talking with the archmages that Trackmere had seen earlier. Yeah, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to give him his maiden's cage back. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, as the, uh, the all the archmages look at him really suspiciously, and he kind of just smiles and nods at them. and Hushes that behind his back. He goes, just uh, just an item I'm happening to hold on to for a friend. As he uh, then quickly goes and sits, sits, sits back. And uh, as you guys were sitting there, um, oh, what a beautiful wedding! Gosh, yes. So emotional. <laughs> oh, I'm just tearing up. Is, is there like traditional wedding music playing, I was assuming? It's more like war drums. 
Oh, so okay, that's not gonna work then. What I was thinking, never mind. And as they are, uh, they are, and a lot of the flowers are the salt lilies that you've grown, Malik. Um, the bride steps forward and she begins to speak. She says, "Why I am just so happy to finally be here on my wedding day. I cannot wait to be the queen of this glorious empire and give it my entire war band to use as it says fit. And I'm just so excited." to be in wedlock with the champion of Avenalchala, Karnak, for the rest of my life. And as uh, she begins to continue talking, uh, you notice that people are bringing out uh, two thrones for the both of them from behind them. And uh, as she says, but I feel like it is just tradition to ask. If there's anyone, anyone at all, who's stupid enough to object to this wedding, well, I would ask you to please stand up so I could stick my knife right into your pretty little heart. Where's Arnak when you need him? And then Arnak stands up. <laughs> and he casts Sunbeam on the podium. Yes! <laughs> As he goes, I object on the ground that the bride is a bitch. And he, his, his silver shovel flashes gold and the sunlight catches on it. And he fucking shoots a Dragon Ball Z attack onto them. Everyone begins screaming and running around. Guards charge him. He summons it out of rock elemental that attacks the guards. He begins screaming. Um, everyone's trying to do something. Then fucking people are huddling around Nikushini. Uh, Kidney starts laughing and flying around, starts throwing fireballs at people. And uh, Clackett immediately tackles that old woman he's convinced is a doc, right? Shoving his gun in her face and starts interrogating her. I'm making for the, for the ale stand. Uh, the Earl of Sent Lane is kind of trying to back away from this. And you see him arguing with his cane. What a lovely wedding, Mr. Earl. Oh, yeah. Yes, you. Thank you for bringing the maiden's cage back. And he, uh, he flips, you, uh, <laughs> flips you a platinum coin. Hey. I've never been prouder of one of my characters in all my life. <laughs> you can't stop me. I will kill her. <laughs> She's a bitch! <laughs> As uh, the sunbeam running out of it all burns off her, the bride and groom, and she points her knife at him and goes, You damn turtle! You can't just leave me alone, can you? He goes, I will never let you fucking escape me! And he casts the sunbeam again at her. Uh... As this is happening, you notice that standing together and chanting are the three archmages. They look around really, really unimpressed, and in the flash of light, they're gone. And uh, so, what are you two doing, Trackmere and Malik? Staring in disbelief. Malik is going to need a few minutes as he's really dying right now. <laughs> 
Like, what the fuck is going on? As a Shirlene runs out, not looking great, fire in her hands, uh, catching, like, drawing the fire in from the, the bolts that Kidney sent. And, um, she fucking throws a fireball at Arnak, on like not concerned about the people around him. There's even more chaos erupts as this fireball explodes out, and Kanak is fighting this earth elemental that and winning against this earth elemental that Arnak has created. And as as this happens, um, another man in the crowd stands up wearing his you you I think you guys have seen him before. He was wearing this, he's wearing this like dark cloak and his porcelain mask. And he rips them off. And his, his pale white tentacles come from his face as the illithid reveals itself. And, uh, and as he stands there, you hear, now, from Charlene. And the illithid throws his hands out. And this psychic bolt hits Connick, And the earth elemental connects a punch on him. And as this happens, uh, uh, you see a tentacle come from Kidney's back and pick up the uh, chalice, and he forces the chalice down the emperor's throat, who convulses and dies. And then she goes, oh, well, now that the emperor's dead, the only one here to take control is the empress. So, meet your new empress, the new queen of Avnessa, Charlene Amber Jane. No, if I have anything to say about it! He fires another sunbeam. <laughs> at her and she tries, she casts shield but doesn't really do much. And uh, as this happens, um, the Earl is uh, trying to just uh, leave and he goes, well, this was a complete waste of time. None of these people are going to be able to help me find the Tholomar's gate. And uh, he begins walking away from you, Jeff. Wait, 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 wait like, what is the Tholomar's gate? Not your, none of your business, none of your business. You hear him whisper something about those two idiots being a better shot at this than uh, anyone here. And uh, oh my God. And as you uh, continue, as you keep watching him, uh, you see um, you see one of these like larger guards knocks, runs into the Earl, trying to come in and keep everything control no one knowing who they serve or fight for anymore. And as he goes, you see the maiden's cage fly out of his grasp and into the chaotic crowd. And then there is a flash of blinding light. He's, he's coming, he's arrived. And all of you here in your heads, except for you, Jeff, the words from that woman, uh, Minowa, the Fisher King of Qualagon, in your heads. You hear her voice again, and she goes, please forgive me. I sent you in there hoping that you would be able to avert the evil, but the evil has already escaped. And it's a massive pulse. You all black out. What a nice wedding. What? Amazing what a nice wedding. wedding. It was beautiful. And I couldn't have played that any better than myself. 